High School Sports are brought to you by the following sponsors. Rob Merch, your livestock risk management expert of Minneapolis, 4M Plumbing of Washington, Toyota Transmission and Repair, Real Smart Highlights of Columbus, Iowa, Henshaw Trailer Sales in beautiful Richland, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, and the Packwood Locker, uh, soon-to-be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Well, the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon-to-be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa, presents the Fairfield Trojans basketball season to you. We've got a brand-new coach, uh, first-year head coach, Nate Perkins. Is is that correct? Yes, that's correct. All right, well, welcome to the program, Coach. Thanks for having me. Well, we're really excited to um, get the connection. I was all day, all morning long, I've been just getting a hold of all these first-year coaches that I don't have their names or numbers or anything, trying to get get the information out. Well, uh, um, I want to talk to you a little. Well, let's let's go ahead and talk about. I know you lose Tate Allen and you lose Nate Wheaton and and number some big players. And there's another. Uh, seemed like you had three really good seniors that you lost. Can you go over who those were? Yeah, we lost Mac Wheaton, who was a big presence in the middle, and JJ Lane, who was yeah, he was great. Both of, both of them averaged between you know eighteen and twenty points a game last year, and then Tate Allen was another guard who uh, you know a good three point shooter, probably our best defender, and uh, he he was around eight to ten points a game. So those were our three leading scores so all those guys have graduated and moved on to do other things gone off to college um we lost another starter in ryan higgins so we had, we return uh one starter uh and sam whedon started some games as well so riley perkins and sam whedon come back but right. well, those, those three was big they yeah were, well there was there were really good players and you guys had a really great like, particularly down that stretch you were playing you know, almost state championship level basketball, I thought. But uh, before we get into talking about your players, what you're anxious to do, I want to hear a little bit about you and your journey to become uh, to become the head coach. So uh, I, I'm I li- lived in Fairfield. Um, I actually played for Coach Flattery back in the '90s, and um, my dad has been an assistant coach here uh, probably since the early 2000s, about 20 years and past couple of years they, there was a need for assistance I had a, a child coming up in the program and um, his freshman year they we only had two coaches and they had three teams so I I renewed my coaching license and decided you know that this was the time I thought I should start coaching and after I coached for a year coach Flattery um, he with that group of seniors going out he felt like that was the right time for him to to retire and you know he's got a family grandkids and uh both his daughters getting married and starting families so um i you know i decided this was a good opportunity for me to step in and do something that i thought i could give back to the community and it's something i'm passionate about and i I love basketball and i love fairfield so well uh i would uh, join you in loving uh fairfield uh the trojans is I'm a Trojan myself, uh, yeah. class of 1985. So, um, seems like we're covering quite a, a good range of, of Trojans. But last year was a pretty great year. Um, now, I know that you have. I talked to Coach uh, Wheaton of the the football team, 
And he says that you guys at Fairfield have some of the best young athletes coming up, you know, and I got to see your junior varsity football team, got to see your seventh grade football team. And I did see a lot of very talented players that were kind of playing that 1980s brand of football that was so successful at Fairfield. But you, uh, uh, we're going to get to talk about some of them, but I want to ask you, you, you were the JV coach last year. Am I correct? I was, yes. Okay. So I think that's going to be very valuable to you uh, this year, having already coached a lot, because you're going to depend on a lot of young players. But you were telling me you do have some. I know Riley Perkins was a great player last year. Uh, tell me about who's coming back and, and who can step in and fill some of these, these roles on the varsity, and then we'll talk about some of these uh, last year's JV kids. Okay. So we got Riley Perkins coming back. He's our leading returning scorer. He uh, was probably our – he's the – Started the most games for us as a returner. And then Sam Wheaton, um, he started about eight games. He missed eight or nine games, eight, seven or eight games due to injury. Um, he's an athletic wing. He can shoot the ball, and he's a good rebounder and scores the ball well. Um, Luke Consul's a returning letter winner. He played in about 13 or 14 games last year, averaged a couple points a game. Hey, can um, I ask you something? Yeah, uh, I've called a lot of games with this kid playing, and I never know how to pronounce his name. Could you say it again? Luke Consul. Consul. Okay, I appreciate Consul. that. Uh, yeah. Uh, some word. Some some kids' names are an adventure, and and his definitely has been one for me. It is. Uh, yeah. The C, don't pronounce the C, just the Consul. So, uh, yeah, he's a he's a great defender and an excellent rebounder for his size. So we look for him to step into a bigger role this year. And then uh, Cooper Polonsky, who started a couple games last year and uh, is a really athletic left-handed wing. Uh, he's about six foot tall, but he, he can finish at the rim. He's going to start the season out injured. Uh, he, he broke his finger at, at our last open gym, but he, he'll come back and uh, he'll be part of the rotation, obviously. Um, other than that, we're looking at some guys that played a lot of JV last year that don't have a, a whole lot of varsity experience, but um, they played for me and they they played JV and they had a lot of it, a lot of good experience there. So there is some uh, chemistry with these other guys where they played a little together when they were younger. So uh, we got a six four kid, uh, Ben Boatwright. He's Kind of plays more of a Euro-style basketball. He's long, athletic, uh, really good runner, um, especially an 800 runner. Um, he He's kind of a good shooter from the outside. He rebounds well, um, long and lanky. can get to the rim sometimes and finish well. So he's one that we're excited about being in the rotation. Uh, another one is Uthman Sain. Uh, he missed all of last year due to injury. So we're really happy that he's back. He, uh, he's a tenacious defender, um, super bouncy, gets after it on defense. Uh, just a, he's a great all-around kid. And then a couple new kids that haven't played a lot that are, are back this year. Uh, Ryan Diverson, the high jumper that made it to state. He's about 6'3 or 4, long, uh, athletic. Uh, Eli Zillman. About six two, long, athletic. He also is a high jumper. Made it to state, and then we got some younger sophomores: uh, Drew Myers, uh, um, Axel Starr, and uh, Nolan Smith to round out kind of our 
our 10 guys right now that we have looking at our varsity. So, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of youth, but the older guys that are coming back have a little bit of experience, some more than others, but I think from the, they'll surprise a lot of teams at how athletic they are and the style of basketball they play. They get up and down the floor pretty well. Okay. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about the, you, I mean, you have a really, what I call truncated, um, preseason there, uh, you're not allowed to, uh, by the time you're actually allowed to play with the players, uh, if you take out Thanksgiving, you got about 10 days total. Uh, and you spent about half of those. So uh, let's talk a little bit about what you've accomplished, say, in the first week that you guys have practiced. Uh, for us, it's a, a lot of a lot of skill work. I think, you know, guys coming back from football, uh, you know, you get so much done during open gym, we had a pretty good summer. Uh, some of the guys got to play together a lot, but uh, we had a couple kids out with injury all summer long. So uh, Luke was injured this summer. Um, ben was injured this summer. So those guys were, they kind of missed out on some of our summer workouts. Uh, I think this first week, what really we focused on was just getting back to, this is our offense. This is where we go. Uh, this is the direction we want to head. So everybody's pulling the same way. Some of it is old stuff that we've always ran. A lot of new stuff that's changed just because you got to change what you do when you don't have a 6'6 Max Wheaton in the middle of the floor anymore. So um, I think for us, it's just been, it's been a great first week. But it, like you said, you don't get enough time before that first game. And uh, obviously – we start really quickly for the boys. Like tonight, we go to Burlington, Notre Dame for our team scrimmage. So. Okay, well, that was my next question. Uh, if there was any opportunities for people to see uh, the Fairfield Trojans, you had any jamborees or scrimmages or meet the Trojan Knights or any of that? Yeah, our meet the Trojans night was last Thursday, and that that was well-received. A, a lot of people came out in Fairfield for that, so that was good. Tonight, we go to... Burlington Notre Dame for a JV varsity achieve scrimmage. So that'll be our first real, uh, I guess, competition against people outside of our, our own squad. So that'll be good for us because there's a big, big difference for juniors and seniors practicing huh. against, you know, sophomores and freshmen. You might be, um, uh, you might be stepping down uh, from 3A to 2A, but boy, howdy, can that West Burlington team play? And they're, Burlington Notre Dame's always athletic and they're tough. So, I mean, we we have to respect what they do when we go into their building for sure. Yeah, I think they got um, a three-point shooter. It's like 44%. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they got a really athletic uh, wing. Uh, Liam Delaney, he's a, I think he's got a D1 offer to go to Western Illinois. So, we have to kind of make sure we guard him, keep him away from the basket. He likes to... He likes to attack the rim, um, and then they got a couple other guards that can shoot it. So, yeah, it'll be a. Uh, I like it, coach. I, I I like it. I like it a lot. It sounds like a great way to, um, you know, mix it up because you're get, the bell's going to ring here pretty quick. Let's. Uh, 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 when is the first game? Our first game will be the twenty uh, eighth, which is a Tuesday. Okay. So the 28th of November, Tuesday night, who do you play? Oskaloosa at home. 
Woo! Yeah, our first week's a our first week is kind of a gauntlet. We played three games that first week. Uh, we had to add a we had to add a game to get to our twenty first game. So we added Hillcrest Academy, and that game fell in the first week. So we will play Oskaloosa on Tuesday, Hillcrest on Thursday, and then go to Fort Madison on Friday. Wow, that is a that is a, a well. Uh, you are in the uh, Southeastern Conference, if I'm not correct. There, that is correct. Yeah. All right. So that is a, a conference, and uh, your basketball conference is a little bit of a throwback to my day time when we used to have the Southeast Seven. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, um, and the fact that you're playing Oskaloosa, Oskaloosa would have been in that. Ottumwa, um, uh, Fort Madison, Washington, Mount Pleasant, Burlington, Keokuk, those kind of teams. Uh, you've got a lot of that in the Southeastern Conference, don't you? Yeah, um, Ottumwa is not in it anymore. Oskaloosa is not. Uh, the other teams you mentioned are, so it's – Fairfield, Mount Pleasant, Keokuk, Fort Madison, Washington, and Burlington make up our conference currently. So we have a 16 conference, yeah, which means we have to schedule 11 non-conference games. Okay. Well, that's good to give you uh, – and it looks like you've got to mix a pretty good uh, uh, non-conference games to get it going and get get things started. Uh, let's talk uh, – uh, geez, we got, we got through the pretty much – what about that second week of games? Uh, the second week, it is uh, Tumwa and Washington. So, you know, we, we don't really get a break. It's foot on the gas from the go. Um, both of those games are at home, I believe. So, Tumwa will be here, and then Washington would be here. So, that, that first two weeks, five games in the first two weeks, and then we get into the steady rhythm of two games a week up through Christmas, but we play, uh, we play 10 games before Christmas this year and 11 after. So, uh, it's a pretty fast pace for that first six weeks of the year, five weeks of the year. Um, but I guess that better prepares us for when it comes playoff time. Uh, hopefully everybody's healthy then and we'll be ready to go. Well, I know Fort Madison is, uh, uh, I talked to their coach and they're, they're only losing like one senior uh, off of a team that was at one point ranked number one uh, in the state. So they ought to be pretty good. Uh, Mount Pleasant has uh, Peyton Hagens, uh, if his ankle's all fixed up from the last time you played him. Uh, uh, there's some pretty formidable players in this. In this, what do you, uh, Burlington's also very good. Well, um, how tough do you think the Southeast Conference going to be? Uh, I think it is a. Uh, I think it'll be a pretty. Pretty good conference this year. I think Fort Madison will be a good. I think uh, Keokuk should be good. They return just about everybody. Um, yeah, they're kind of a, a, a program on the upswing, I think, kind of across the board. You know, their their football team was excellent last year. You know, their baseball team had made some improvements. Uh, uh, um, I think their basketball team hung pretty tough last year. So, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to be a cakewalk either. Yeah, Mount Pleasant obviously is set to be probably the front runner in the conference. And then uh, any other team, I think, has an opportunity to knock anybody off. Let me ask you about the Washington Demons. Now, they had these six triplets, but I think they graduated. Am I correct? Uh, yes, they all graduated. Um, they had a lot of seniors, so they graduated. Uh, the six triplets and Ethan Patterson. So they're kind of in a similar boat to Fairfield. Uh, 
they returned maybe one starter, uh, Logan McDowell. So um, he's a, he should be a junior. So that is uh, a lot of new faces going to be in Washington. So it'll be interesting to see what they, they have when we play them that second week. And I'm sure it's similar to us. So, you know, I'm sure they'll come prepared and ready to play. Yeah, I bet they will. Uh, well, Coach, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? No, I think, you know, top to bottom, we've got more kids in our program this year than we have in about four years. We've got 32. So we've got a good group of freshmen incoming that there's a lot of promise in. Uh, I think, you know, our JV will be competitive, and I think our varsity will come out and compete every night. So I, I think it'll be a good year, and I, I look forward to it. Well, let me ask you a little bit. I like to I like to uh, uh, broadcast some uh, JV games throughout the year. Tell me a little bit about your JV team. When they play, is it do they play before you, or or how does that all work? So we do a lot of uh, six team quintuple headers, where the girls might only have two teams, so they're five five game situations. The JV boys will play at four forty five. A lot of times at our rec center. If it's a home game, while the JV girls play at the high school, and then the varsity girls would play at the high school, and then the varsity boys would follow that. The freshman boys would then follow the JV boys at the rec center so that all the kids can get to the appropriate games because you'll have JV boys that are at the rec center that obviously are going to come over and sit on the varsity probably. So, um, But, yeah, that typically they pl- we play – a lot of games like that, especially our conference games. Uh, I think some teams that we play that, that that doesn't happen with, like Pella or Hillcrest, it would just be JV varsity um, boys right before. So be a normal, old-fashioned, triple-header, freshman, freshman JV, then varsity. All right. Well, we're talking to Coach Perkins of the Fairfield Trojans in his first year. Uh, ready to lace it up and uh, uh, put his boys on the cart for the first time uh, tonight, I guess, against uh, West Burlington, Notre Dame, and then uh, uh, getting ready for Oskaloosa uh, home game. How many home games you got? It sounds like you're, uh, you got a lot of front-loaded home games. We have 10. Uh, we, we have six, five or six before Christmas and then five, four or five after Christmas. So it's pretty – it's broken out pretty well, but we play – we play one the first week, then two away, then two the second week. So it's back and forth. But, yeah, um, it's a little more even than it was last year. We went to stretch there last year in January where we didn't have a home game. So, And then we had four in February, I think. So, well, Every time I'm, I'm, I'm in that gym looking around, uh, images of Milt Jackson keep coming back to me. Man, that guy was one of the best basketball players I've ever seen and, and even better football players. So. I have heard stories. Oh, he was, he was you just, you know, it was like having an NBA player on your high school team, I guess. Uh, yeah. Other than that, he wasn't so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being with us, coach. All right. Thank you, Dave.